Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to Lewis Black's Ratcast number 13. That's right, lucky 13. Uh, and certainly an odd time to have 13 being the number since we will be doing the rants today from where? Oh, the Borgata in Atlantic City. And really, where you'd be wanting to walk around with a big 13 on you is in a casino. Uh, it certainly would work just as well for me with a 13 on or off or whatever, because it's always 13 at the casino. I consider myself to be one of the people who helped build, actually, the newer wing. at uh, the, I think it's called the Water Club. The amount of time that uh, I spent performing there. And many people say, wow, they kept bringing you back because you're good. And I think, no, they brought me back because I was able to, at my video poker machines and a variety of other uh, of the gaming possibilities there was able to to provide the casino with a well with an endowment in order to build a whole new wing for those who didn't want to be down by the boardwalk and uh, 
It's a, it is really one of my favorite. I mean, and I say that about a lot of places, but one of the nice things about Atlantic City, it's, it's close to home. It was midway between uh, me and my folks so that they could always come down and I could spend time watching them at the, uh, watching them, uh, you know, literally grind it out at the nickel slots. Not, there's, I don't think there's any professional athletes who did the kind of work that my parents really put in nickel after nickel after nickel, some occasionally even a couple of dimes into trying to, to build a small grub stake for themselves, uh, just grinding it out, just grinding it out under conditions, really, that because then you could really smoke, and neither of them were smoking at that point, but they would do it, and uh, it, was, it was really fun to watch, and it was, they loved coming there, and uh, it, was, it, it was really nice. We did um, Old Yeller there, too, by the way. And that was uh, really uh, one of my favorite specials. Everything I do is a favorite. And this is a favorite time of year for me, too, because it's fall is, is in the air. I can feel a little nip at my heels. And let me tell you, and, and the reason fall is so special to me is because it allows a, a bitterness to build that grows into a, a mighty flame of anger. And I, and I kind of need that now because it's, uh, this uh, summer has been kind of a, a wearing time, day after day after day under the same conditions. I have really begun to feel that really what the, these past six months have been, that I am literally uh, on, the, on my phone and I'm on hold. I've, I've completely forgotten who I've called or why, uh, but I am uh, sitting there and I am listening to a Muzak version of Bob Dylan's Blowing in the Wind. And and that's where I'm at now. And that's what I'm hearing in the background of my head. I hope the songs that you're hearing are better than those. Uh, these are biblical times. No better place to do a rant from than, uh, than the middle of a casino. Sodom and Gomorrah, really. And so you'll be hearing those very, very shortly. I think, uh, I think there's some great ones on this rant cast. Uh, I really thank you for tuning in. Oh, and by the way, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, I will be doing some new virtual ranting. That's right. Coming out very, very shortly. It's, it probably has started by now, by the time you'll, you might have heard the first one that came out. And others will follow. As long as you keep getting it off your chest, I'll be getting it out there. I promise you that. Whatever is bothering you. That now is the time to let it rip. We will be putting together a, a variety of virtual rants. They'll be called the virtual rant is due. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be another word for virtual, like uh, uh, a word like uh, audiences. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun fucking rant, won't it? Uh, the audiences, where when they're there and, and people can respond to them. But uh, I have to say, uh, I did the first few and I really enjoyed it. Even though uh, I was by myself in a room uh, and uh, alone, and I have to say... Uh, I I could hear you because that's one of the things the pandemic has done. I I can hear laughter and no one is there. I look forward to getting from you uh, some new uh, rants as we uh, move into our virtual rant cast. Once again, uh, it's always a pleasure. Take care of each other. See you. Hello out there. We're coming to you live tonight from the Music Box Theater in the Borgata Hotel in Atlantic City. This is uh, one of the one of my favorite places to play because uh, we play here a lot, and uh, and there's nothing better than a group of folks who've lost money, who stumble in here, even if they don't know me. There's a quality of bitterness they bring to the room that 
that is really joyful in its own special way. So. I'm going to uh, get right to it because uh, there's some really uh, nice pieces here tonight. This is uh, starting with Kenny. Whatever happened to Donald Trump's $3 billion boner, the Taj Mahal? <laughs> I believe that is now um, the Hard Rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The Hard Rock Hotel. And uh, all the contractors that were left with nothing but a bag of shit to feed their families. It's amazing this was not mentioned during the 2016 campaign. I mentioned it. I talked about it a fucking lot, and nobody listened to me, because... I still find it astonishing. I still find it astonishing the people that voted for him talk about him being a good businessman. I find that un-fucking-leavable. Anybody who lives around the... who lives in this fucking part of the world, really, especially right here, knows just how hard he fisted the, the, the basically the small business person. And it's not, it's not up for discussion to watch him wander around and say, look what I've done for you. It's unbelievable to me. It's unbefuckingly-able to me. What he did here was wrong. He bankrupted three casinos. You'd almost have to have people with guns shooting gamblers trying to get in. <laughs> This is from Steve. When you come in to, uh, <laughs> to, you can come, you can fly into Philly if you want to get here, or you can come into Newark. And this is a really, this is what I'm reading to you is absolutely true. Newark Airport, what crackhead architect designed the dining areas, which totally blocked the travelers trying to get to their gates during rush hour. The chairs bolted to the ground is a nice touch. It ensures that everyone over four foot eight slams one of their knees into entering and exiting the seat. Not to mention the fire safety challenge if you have to move a large amount of travelers to the outdoors. Must have been the same Mensa member who designed the bin system at the TSA checkpoints. <laughs> It's really unbelievable. That, that is the fucking most counterintuitive. I don't know if you've got it at airports or in other areas. Every so often, they came up with this in Newark. It's fucking nuts. It fucking has nothing to do with nothing. You know, if you walk up, right, so there's five places you could be, right? So normally, if you fucking had any brains, the first person goes up, the second person goes up like a line. They've decided to go, no, the first person goes here, but then the second person, if there's an opening here, goes here. And then if it's the third person and the opening's down there, they go there. It just doesn't fucking make sense. And every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, where do I go? Where do I go? This is... Uh, from uh, Randy, last time I saw you, the Borgata, I let you know that I was pissed that I didn't get my seat comped. Well, I didn't get them this time either. Uh, uh, Randy, I don't, I don't do it. I'm not in charge of the seat comping shit. It's another area. If I could comp the seats, I'd fucking comp the seats. Obviously, you got to stand there and go, "Fuck! I've lost a million dollars. Make shit up." I lost my glasses, something. I, you know, God damn it. <laughs> now she's up in the nosebleed section. That's not, you can't, that's not nosebleed. You can fucking see me. <laughs> I 
work in theaters, which you, you people do have nosebleeds up there. And then I hope you're worth it. Well, you fucking showed up. I hope I was too. And I'm reading that so that the Borgata hears me about the comp situation. And this is from Tammy, who said the Borgata does not offer any discounted rooms if you're a first-timer at their casino. I booked another casino for half the price. Guess I'll go there and spend my money. Go fuck yourself, Borgata. <laughs> yeah, well, you told them I probably will lose my job. Thanks! This is from Chico MacGyver. My name is Chico MacGyver. <laughs> and I have three balls. I'm going to sleep with my girlfriend tonight for the first time. How do I tell her? You know, you work the room. <laughs> I'm sorry they can't hear you in, uh, in uh, you know, in Korea, but they're watching tonight, but I'm glad you gave it a shot. Um, this is from Diane. I totally want to say how we saw you at Great Adventure, which is, I played Great Adventure. That's when, when I was one, yeah, I, I, you know, all, all three of you were there. The roof was leaking. You had to tell punchlines between the Batman roller coaster going off. <laughs> the roof leaked, uh, and it was a sh it was a shit show from the word from the time I walked. In. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. My uh, my assistant uh, and my girlfriend at the time both were on uh, were on. Didn't even come to the show. They they had free passes to do all the roller coasters, but as a result, they threw up. So they. So at the end of the, my show, they're out vomiting away. So I'm stuck waiting for them to be healthy enough to fucking get back to town. And meanwhile, I'm in this tent, and literally every minute and a half, you'd hear, da 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 da. Whoa! So I, my whole act was timed to, da 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 It's unbelievable. I pine for those days over now dealing with him in the White House. I would rather be in that tent than deal with that nonsense that's going on out there. I would rather be dealing with the Batman roller coaster. And it's not just him. It's a fucking, what do you got? 20 fucking, there are 20 people running from the Democrats because he won. He won. So now everybody thinks, well, I can fucking do it. Oh, sure. They had two people I've never fucking heard of. God damn it. And I, I watched this shit. My name's Dickie Jabombo. I'm a congressman from Fartland. What are you talking about? Them. Fuck you! Stop covering them! God damn it! 
It's not news. It's conjecture. What do you think? They got 15%. It's fucking April. God damn you. It's, we don't watch news anymore. What do you think? Who's going to win? It's bullshit. Ask them. What, what are you doing here? Why don't you go, like, try to put... What, what about fixing a pothole? Anywhere! Anywhere! <laughs> oh, God. This is... I'm not going to read the name. It's my birthday, and I think I'm going to come out of the closet after your show tonight. Can you help me explain this? I don't think so. <laughs> but this is from Ungracious Batterd. This is up. This is the explanation. A recent headline stated: Supreme Court will decide if it's illegal to fire someone for being LGBTQ. It should have stated: Supreme Court will decide if it's legal to hot fire someone for being a benevolent human. What kind of sociopathic being wishes to marginalize others just because they want to have a monopoly on PP for JJ placement? <laughs> get, a, get a grip, smoke a joint, beat off, and relax. It doesn't even have to be in that order. <laughs> But please divert from your fucking bigotry and be humane, fuckwads. This one is one of the best I've read in a while. I mean, after all, two and a half years of going through all of this bullshit about all of the fucking nonsense of people yelling and screaming and going, I, you know, I'm afraid to go home for uh, the holidays. This is, it's not, a, there's no name, but they're here tonight. Dear sweet God, can I please get back the aggravating political talk at the family dinner table over the holidays? Because if I have to hear about how my mom had to throw an elderly woman out of the American Legion for giving out hand jobs by the jukebox one more time. <laughs> I will dedicate every ounce of energy I have to choking myself with a half-masticated yam. <laughs> Where is it? Okay, here. Fuck you, you fucker. Here. This is from Jim. What? This was written a, a, last week, but it's it's. Uh, I saw this ad today, and it always irritates me. What the fuck is up with that smug little bearded bastard on all the T TD Ameritrade commercials? You know. The one who can't shoot pool, who can't shoot a basketball, who appears to have absolutely zero redeeming qualities, like maybe a member of Congress. <laughs> what douchebag would use that guy to mow a lawn, let alone invest his or her money? Where in God's name do they find these people? You know that fucking Andrew, that fucking bearded little fuck. He's got, he's almost, well, I can do that. <laughs> well, and with this, this is from... Uh, Silas, and uh, he's here tonight, and I, he, yeah, and you've done, I've read some of yours before, he, uh, and it's kind of perfect considering we're here at Atlantic City right next to the beach, which is, uh, this is, I'm, <clears throat> hey, Lewis, I'm here in the audience tonight, figured since you were going on your summer break, it was appropriate time for this rant about an all-American summer vacation staple, the beach. Ah, the beach. It is 8.30 a.m., sunshine, sand, the waves are crashing down, uh, crashing Drowning out the noise of the world. You set up camp with a cool beverage, plop your ass in a beach chair and sigh. You get the urge to test out the water and walk down and get your feet wet. Ooh, that's cold. You walk back and sit down. Two minutes later, 
here comes a family of six. <laughs> Nobody has taken a spot on the beach yet but you. There are miles of beach and plenty of spaces <laughs> to set up camp. Where does the family plop their shit? Three fucking feet from you! Are you fucking shitting me? There are thousands of feet of beach with nobody on it yet. But they take over your space. Leave me alone. So either you suck it up and deal with it or you move. Since you want to make it a point, you move. Only to have a family of 27 come in. <laughs> and do the same fucking thing. I swear these people only think of themselves when they do this shit. Selfish fucks. Oh, you wanted to relax by the water and listen to the waves crashing. Fuck you. You can listen to our family drama. Better yet, let's put on some shitty-ass music that you think is good and blast it out of a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, you don't want to get sun? That's okay. Let me set up a beach umbrella so it can take off in the breeze and become a flying spear of death down the beach. Oh, you don't want sand on your towel because your kids are flinging it around? Move them toward your neighbor that you set up next to. They love kids throwing sand around and having temper tantrums. Jesus Christ, save the kid that got knocked down by a six-inch wave and start crying when he gets up and steps on a broken shell. Let's all light up some cigarettes and make everyone inhale your secondhand smoke and then bury your butts in the sand. Fuck yeah, America! So you say, fuck it, and get into the water to get some peace and quiet. Here comes a creepy couple that wants to smooch in the ocean right next to you. Move away a little, they follow you. Here comes some creepy teenagers that want to judge you for being in their space. God damn it, fuck this place. After being irritated and unrelaxed, you finally decide to leave and decide to go to the boardwalk. Oh, look at that. Every other store has a t-shirt place playing the same four songs on a loop. It may be 16 songs, but they all sound the fucking same nowadays. Hey, in Wildwood, they have tram cars that will take you down to wherever you want. It's only three fifty a person. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, one comes your way, only to be completely full of people, and it just keeps driving by you. What the fuck? No bikes on the boardwalk afternoon. No problem. The cops let them ride all day long so you can ride yourself, only to be yelled at since you have the worst luck ever. Oh, fuck the boardwalk. Let's go on the ride beers. <laughs> Holy fuck, nine tickets to ride a fucking roller coaster? That's $10 now. But they say, oh, you can buy a wristband for $60 and ride all day long. So you get one, only to stand in lines for 45 minutes to get on the good stuff. Judas Priest, where is the fun in this all? So you finally give up and go back to your motel or car don't get in a bed, only to be kept awake by people loudly talking, blasting those shitty four songs over and over and over again, and complaining how everyone else is bothering them on the beach. Fuck. No wonder so many people stay home on staycations. If more people would adopt this philosophy, maybe I could get some peace and quiet on the beach. Have a happy summer, and remember everyone who's deployed. Thank you, Silas. Thanks to everybody here. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We're coming to you live from the music box here at the Borgata Hotel. This is the uh, last rant is due until September. We may do something during the summer. We'll see. I hope so. Um, But for the time being, this is the last one for a while. And uh, we are thrilled to be back in Atlantic City. Um, Atlantic City has been pivotal in terms of my career as a comic because uh, I've been lucky enough to be able to, to, to play here for years. And one of the places where I started out and really learned a lot was over at the Tropicana. They had a place that uh, the Caparts ran, the comedy stopped there. And it was there that... Uh, in I'm always asked, you know, the thing with your fingers, you, were you conscious of doing that thing? With, how did you develop that? And I went, I didn't even know I was doing it. And I didn't. And I really was at the comedy stop where one night I was coming up, coming uh, up the elevator. People were going down and this person was looking at me and doing my fingers. And I was with a friend. I said, what the fuck is that? And my friend said, that's what you do with your fingers. I said, I don't do that. (laughs) And then from there on in, I became conscious of the fact that I was fucking standing there doing that shit with my fingers. (laughs) Then it took like six months for me to forget that I had fingers. (laughs) But but from there, I've just watched Atlantic City kind of go through all of these changes and still remain exactly the fucking same. (laughs) I've never seen, never 
it's just amazing how much money uh, could come into a place and not go anywhere. <laughs> fucking have no effect on the community. It's just beyond fucking belief. But um, but it is it's it's great to be at the Borgata. We uh, I've been lucky enough to be able to play here for. Uh, for a, a, a number of years now, and we have a, a really great relationship with them, and uh, and I love playing here in the music box, and you guys are terrific to kind of come out. So we'll start with this. Uh, this is from Eric. If there's an accepted two, will you be in it? Uh, and be just as awesome as you were in the first one. Well, obviously. <laughs> Uh, there will not be an accepted two. No. Uh, well, here's why. Uh, Blake Lively makes uh, a gazillion, patillion dollars per movie. Uh, Jonah Hill makes a gazillion dollars. Uh, a, a lot of those, it, it, literally after that movie came out, uh, for all intents and purposes, there would have been, if, if, if uh, you know, in any other movie like that, would have had a... Uh, the second one, but Blake Lively became a star. Jonah, Jonah Hill became a star. Oh, you know, they, the people became stars from that. And then there was me. So, uh, so no, but thank you. I'm glad. And I love them. It was fun to do. It was great. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully maybe if their careers crash, um, this is from Jill. Can you rant about my rant about my brother-in-law Adam? He's a pain in the ass. And this is Adam, uh, my sister-in-law Jill, who I'm sitting with tonight. I love her, but she's a pain in the ass. Aren't you cool? <laughs> so cute. Um, this is uh, Jim. Uh, I drove three hours to see you tonight. Well, good for you. Uh, don't suck like you did last time in New Brunswick. Yeah, that's what you get, Jim. But you get a little payback, fucker. <laughs> Greatest show ever. Two blind people left and they could see, fucker. <laughs> I, I bought both signed plays and the vinyl, you greedy bastard. You didn't have to buy them. Was that out there? Did, did they have a gun on your head going, buy these? You piece of shit. <laughs> no. You know why you bought them? Because you had a hole in your heart, Jim. <laughs> Between that, tolls and losses at the table, this is an expensive night out. A few extra fucks would be awesome. Fuck, fuck, fucking fuck, 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 fuck. Fucking fuck, fuck. My wife just said, boy, that's angry. And my cufflinks say, fuck you. This is from Lindsay. Uh, my buddy and I love you and see you all the time. Three weeks before every show, we talk about how we need to submit a rant, but we never get our shit together and actually get it done. We would love to hear you tell us to stop being slackers and spend the bare minimum of time putting together a solid rant, which in this world we live in really shouldn't be that fucking hard to do. That's right, Lindsay. So fucking get off your ass! Son of a bitch! You're holding the whole goddamn thing up. Uh, get it done, Lindsay. Because right now we're thinking of what's going to happen over the next, like, six months to a year is, is 
We're going to start collating all of these. Um, I've gotten a remarkable. We've, we've done 350 shows. And so that doesn't include all of the rants that have come through and that I've not been able to read all of them. And we're going to basically put them together in a book, and then we're going to hopefully sell that book. And what that book will be, all of the money from that book will go to charity. So... Hmm? Well, yeah, I'll do what I can. I'm, I'm serious. Well, that's a good idea. You know? Well, especially, we can't, Jesus, I mean, fuck. You guys, you guys, are, I saw something today. You guys are so fucked on so many levels. It's just beyond belief. Oh, I know. I'm fucking, I've read three or four things during the last, during the course of this past year. But very specific things written by vets about what their life is like and what they have to go through in order to get by. And it's horrifying and it's absurd. And the fact that then they stand out and they go, I'm going to thank you for your service. <laughs> and then we're going to pay the department. Then we're going to actually have the fucking, the, fucking, the fucking Department of Defense pays the NFL to fly over football games. Fuck you. Oh, fuck. Well, thank you for coming out. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm a piece of shit. You're much better than I am. This is, this is two drunks at a bar now. This is from Karen. What the fuck is wrong with people on 95? We drove up from Maryland this afternoon. It should be an easy, easy drive, but no, apparently people lose their shit when they get to the 95, I know this too well, 295 split in Wilmington. The signs are clear, there are plenty of them, but the people read! Fuck no, they went till the last possible fucking minute to try and slide into the 295 lanes. My husband tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, and depending on their license plates, oh, they're from Florida. They may not know the traffic pattern. What? Are you kidding me? Can they not fucking read in Florida? Somehow they made it this far, and their car did not look like they'd been on the Griswold's family vacation. So, so fuck that. They don't know the traffic pattern crap. People should have to take a test before they're allowed to drive on 95. <laughs> this is Evan. He's here tonight. I'm at your Saturday uh, show here in Atlantic City. I'm a primary care doctor in the Philadelphia area. I've decided that our answering service would get fewer annoying messages if you, Mr. Black, would record the answering service message. <laughs> Nothing, nothing would give me more pleasure. For example, if you're calling because you have the sniffles and you want a Z-Pack, fuck off! I would pay you in trade. A man of your vintage probably needs some Flomax strip. Uh, no. That is not the problem. 
that. This is, this is from Randy. Uh, and I just, this is, he's from Erie. I don't know if he's here tonight, but he's from Erie, Pennsylvania. And anytime you can do something for someone who lives in Erie. <laughs> really, second only to being a veteran is someone who has to live in Erie. <laughs> I, God damn it. It is every so often we show up and go, what the fuck? Is, is nobody, didn't anybody show you a map? <laughs> so, Randy, thank you for this. Uh, I'm a manager at a sit-down restaurant that serves breakfast all day. Unfortunately, we also provide a takeout service to customers calling in. One day I had a gentleman call in and he asked for the big breakfast. Now I was confused. <laughs> I hadn't noticed that I teleported to the McDonald's, two buildings down the hill, and for some reason it picked up their phone. For those who don't know, the big breakfast is on the McDonald's menu. I looked around and realized I wasn't hallucinating. I was still at my place of employment. I informed the gentleman that we didn't have anything called the big breakfast on our menu. So I offered him the only thing on the menu with the word big in it. He said, no, that's what he ended up with last time because we messed up his order. <laughs> of course we fucked up his order. He doesn't even know what he wants is fucking called. <laughs> Our breakfast menu is three pages long. Uh, that's why you live in Erie. That's fucking why. That's fucking, that's how nuts you get. I need three pages of a breakfast menu. I wouldn't walk into a pet store and ask for the big pet. Who knows what the fuck I would end up with? Isn't the big pet cute? Watch out for his claws. He might take your fucking leg off. So I haven't described what he wanted, identified the menu item he wanted, and put his order in. When he arrived, I put his order together. And while he paid, I told him the actual name of what he wanted, you know, just in case he wanted to get the meal right next time. He starts walking away and checks his bag. What he said next, Drop my IQ by 20 points. <laughs> he said, there it is, the big breakfast. <laughs> you ever had one of those moments where your face is smiling, but inside you're screaming so loud you can't hear anything else? That's half my life. I was having one of those moments again. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to get the wrong meal again, you fucking idiot. You couldn't listen to me for one second while I was trying to help you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I then left on the front door of the store using my head to open the swinging door. I promptly hit my head repeatedly on the nearest wall until I was sure I had knocked the brain cells that held those 20 IQ points back into their original place in my brain. I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who uh, watched The Rant Is Due this year, and we deeply appreciate that. And for those of you who tune in and watch it, it's extraordinary that you do. Um, and uh, to all of the folks who ran all of the venues that we appeared in and all the work that they did, and all of the folks who came out to see us, um, 
this has been a very strange year for entertainment. <laughs> and uh, and it, at times, you know, in, in, in certain places, it's been tougher for people to come out. Um, so we really do appreciate when you show up, and it means an awful lot to us. And uh, I can't thank you enough. Um, so uh, I, I'll tell you that uh, for those of you, I'm just going to do a, a, something I rarely do, but we're uh, the uh, if you happen to be a fan of Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, it's two people. That's phenomenal. Uh, but I was a pro profoundly influenced by him, and uh, he kind of shaped the way that I looked at things. Uh, but uh, we're, I'm involved in trying to raise funds. They're trying to put a find a permanent home for his uh, his work and his legacy in uh, Indianapolis, where he's from. And uh, if you go to the Kurt Vonnegut Museum website uh, and look at it, there's a real possibility that. Uh, for that we could actually uh, get him a permanent home. It's uh, it's a kind of a remarkable group that does uh, really good work. And also, the, I've been to the museum when it was up and running in a, in another space, and uh, it was really kind of fascinating. So uh, you might want to take a look at that. And you might want to actually, instead of sending $10 to a, a political candidate who may not win anything, you might actually... <laughs> want to put $10 into the legacy of someone who actually did fucking something. So, um, so if you do that, thank you. Um, but I also uh, really want to, uh, to thank the, all of the folks who make it possible for this, however this fucking gets into the universe. I don't know. I really don't know how it works, but James Salkind is our, uh, the guy who, who does that work and uh, he sends out this shit to somewhere or lies to me about it. And uh, I want to thank John Bowman who wasn't with us tonight. He's taken a little time off, but he'll be back in the fall and uh, be joining us again. He did really great work this year and I really appreciate Jeff Stilson uh, coming in and taking over for him. He's done a great job. Lenny Hughes, who's out there with Zeke Forrester, the two of them who uh, kind of do all sorts of, you know, stuff in terms of the work we do. And uh, they're just as important as everybody else involved with us. And uh, and finally, Ben Brewer, who's essentially the, the tour manager, but really is the producer of the show and, uh, and makes it all happen. Um, we really appreciate, uh, you know, all I, I deeply appreciate what all of them do. Uh, I wish... Uh, I wish you all the best this summer. I think that this is really an... Hmm? No, I, God, that just freaked me out. I didn't know if that voice was in my head. It was, it was that kind of... You forgot something. You forgot something. I thought it was my mother. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Zeke's good, isn't he? He's great. Yeah, so uh, if you, you know, we just, <clears throat> you know, use this summer's your time. Fucking don't, don't pay it. Don't fucking enjoy yourselves. Get the fuck away from this madness for a while. You don't have to fucking focus on it. It really is. I've, I've said it time and time again. Summer's our time. 
They're not allowed to talk to us. Politicians should not be allowed to fucking even speak to us directly unless there's a fucking emergency. <laughs> so really, have a great summer. Thank you for everything. And thank the folks at the Borgata. I really appreciate everything they've done for us. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Ha <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.